Hi, this is Caitlin, Chrissy, Carly, and Corey. And this is the First Time I Podcast. The podcast where we read your stories and share our experiences in order to find common ground. Let's get started. A new week. What's going on, guys? And some new problems. <laughs> <laughs> another week, another problem. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I think the editing process went okay. Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, we cut out, or we as in me, yeah, <laughs> did all the work. I cut out 22 plus minutes of audio <laughs> from okay, last time. But truly, that I has feel to like, be normal, though. Yeah, I for mean, the first time, I really don't think that that's too bad. Not to mention we took some breaks and stuff. And That's true. There was a, a small pizza break, bathroom break, where Corey did not uh, flush the toilet so we could get back yeah. <laughs> to recording quicker. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, overall, it wasn't too bad. I mean, Audacity is giving me issues now, but we'll figure it out. For those who don't know, Audacity is the program that we're trying to use to make this podcast so we may again not be recording, but <laughs> <laughs> actually, last time it went better than we thought it did. Yeah. So we'll you can, take if it. you can hear us, Audacity, come help, please. <laughs> save us, sponsor us, and save us in every way. I need like personal instruction at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on though, for a first time sit down of our first ever podcast, it went pretty well. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. It was a lot of fun. Anything else this week, Car? Um. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to like take this point in the podcast is just like <laughs> I don't know do some more what our daily lives are kind of like you know what I mean yeah so what I've been obsessed with <laughs> recently uh is watching this tv show called <laughs> Taskmaster what the hell is that <laughs> it's like a British tv show where five comedians compete and do like these really absurd tasks it's these tasks where if you think about it for a second, you can come up with like a really ingenious way to complete the task. But since they're comedians, <laughs> they don't tend to think things through. So <laughs> they do some really interesting things. And I've just like literally been watching cl- clips like on repeat. So now I'm actually watching the series, even though I've already seen all the clips. How do you watch it? <laughs> What's on? It's actually on YouTube. Either. Oh. But yeah, all these like famous British uh, comedians. And I recognize them because I also went through a, phase where I watched different uh, British comedic shows. What's it a phase? It's, it's not a phase, mom. It's a <laughs> lifestyle. When I say it's a phase, I mean, I kind it's like cyclical. I go back to it every couple of like months. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Mm. It still is good. I'm still watching it. But eight, I, eight seasons of it? I just Googled it just to see yeah. what it's like. But I'm on season I still four, I think, right now. Wow. Impressive. But I think I like it because I really want to know, like, how I would react under pressure in that, like, type of circumstance. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't want something too high, high stakes. Right. So I would want something kind of ridiculous. So Chrissy loves British baking shows, and you love British prank shows. It's not a prank show. It's a task show. Oh, sorry. Task show. Task show. Yeah. But that's kind of what I've been doing with my spare time. So something very, you know, informative and 
my day consists of watching cooking videos from when, when I wake up till I go to sleep. So cooking videos. Yeah, I love cooking videos. Oh. Like Corey sends, he asks like every other day if we can make a cake, which we've I don't think we've ever made a cake. <laughs> I mean, it'd be fun to try. Yeah. Any good ones? What's the one I like? What's it called? Decadent chocolate cake. It's just like it's just like a hundred <laughs> layers of like chocolate cake. That sounds perfect. It's kind of what I, I'm trying to avoid that because I need to like you know shut off some LBs, but. Don't we all? Speaking about losing weight, Corey, is that your week? That's a, that's a segue into Chrissy's <laughs> week. It's my rough week. So, once again, wedding girl here. <laughs> the only thing going on in my life is wedding, no, but no, now it's also, also... You're also carny girl. Yeah. Carny girl, yeah. Yes, yes. Carny and, yeah you're not wedding Let's girl, you're Let's add that girl. to obese girl who did not... Oh, oh, my okay. Jesus. Okay, that is, that's a very harsh term. Well, overweight girl who had her first wedding dress fitting, and let's just say... It wasn't so much a fitting because it didn't fit. So basically, I get to the bridal salon and I'm very, you know, I'm very excited. It's been over a year since I tried on my dress. I loved the way I looked in it. And, you know, I, I gained a bit of weight in quarantine, as we um, all did. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, no, it happened did. to a lot of people, and I have lost. I gained 18 pounds during quarantine. I lost 10 of them. Wow. You're almost there. Oh, so I'm not too far away. No, you're not. But, oh, my God, by the the seamstress, you would think (laughs) I needed, like, a surgery to lose the rest of my weight. No, I mean, you know what? She was empathetic, but, you know, she was was like, "Do, do you want me to be brutally honest with you? And I'm like, and you said yes, Chrissy? I mean, I know. I know. I was never followed up with yes. Look, I I actually said yes for once, even though I knew it was going to lead to tears. No offense, but out of all of us, you're the least likely I would want to be really honest with. Because and that's fine. It's, it's just a just sensitive soul. Yes. yes. I, I know, and I will 100% agree that I am that because my gut re- reaction to any sort of conflict is just tears. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't even have to be sad. They just automatically turn on, and I don't right. I don't understand why it happens. But but I held it together. That's so she basically told me, you know, she, she'll do everything she can do, but I need to meet her like halfway and do everything I can. Like basically she gave me as much time as she could before the like second to last fitting to try to lose the weight. But if I don't lose the weight, then I have to buy a dress off the rack. I wonder if they still have the dress that you tried on on the rack. Cause that fit you perfect. I know. <laughs> oh yeah, that was perfect. I know. We should have just taken that one. <laughs> but. Do you have to buy a whole new dress? If I don't lose the weight, yeah. Well, it actually, you might want covid to continue yeah, then because yeah, so theoretically you want no whole other year April. yes so please let me uh, like pray for the pandemic to keep going just so <laughs> i can have more time to lose weight Chrissy's wedding is in august so it's kind of on the fritz like as of right now like there's still uh you have to wear masks dancing is kind of let kind of on the fence so they're saying you have to dance with only the people at your Your table table. which is i'm sorry like what's the point of how first of all how would they do that like logistically no it have tape like sectioning off different parts of the dance floor according to steve i think that's what they had oh my god i don't want us to come off as like anti-pandemic or anti-covid because once again i am i am anti-covid i'm not pro covid you know what i mean we believe covid is i believe covid is a real thing because i deal with every day well here's the thing that i have an issue with it's that you're paying however many thousands and thousands of dollars i will not admit and <laughs> it's just like you want this day to be great so obviously i think you made the right decision where if it continues and you do have to wear a mask and you do have to like 
dance separately, which I still think is bizarre. Right. Um, that you would move the wedding date. And I think that's the best choice. I mean, you want this to be the best day for you and Al and everybody else obviously want to have a great time. So exactly yeah. like when you're paying that this much for an event you want to be what you dreamed of exactly. and exactly not make any sacrifices so stick with me uh for this weight loss journey guys um <laughs> well, well we, we could all join yeah the we'll, all jo- we'll all join yeah, you none of us here are immune to the the weight loss journey yeah. my first sacrifice is not drinking a white claw right now it's it's hard yeah the rest of us are having <laughs> a hard time with that sacrifice i don't think i could ever really give up Drinking? I mean, I can, I can low, <laughs> yeah. You might have a problem. No. That's cold alcoholism. I mean, I could, like, I can limit. I mean, I don't really drink that often. It's just, you know, the weekends mainly. But I don't think I could ever be like, I'm not going to drink for a full month. I'm going to try to drink not for two months. Wow. I, know. I feel like you'd be I surprised. Know. I did dry January, and it was really hard because the Bills were in the playoffs, yeah. and I really wanted to drink. I was just going to say that. Caitlin and picked the worst month out of, like, yeah. the last decade yeah. to do dry January. Yeah. <laughs> um, and anyway, so I... Yeah, you you get surprised at like how motivated you can get. You know. How did it feel? Was it worth it? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Being completely Back honest, it was not totally worth it. But whatever. I mean, I did it. So yeah, good for you, you though. Accomplished something. Yep. Anything else going on with you, Chris? Um, I got a manicure and pedicure to make myself feel better. But uh, that's it. So my nails look great. Treat yourself. What about you, Kate? Uh, so there's one thing that hasn't been mentioned at this table, which I think uh is a crime that has been overpassed. Taylor Swift oh my God. re-recorded Fearless, and it went out this week, and it was incredible. I Are I, you a fan of Taylor Swift? I am the biggest fan of Taylor Swift. Maybe not the biggest. There's some yeah. There's some very intense spiffies out there, but I... Well, who's wearing a Taylor Swift yeah, sweatshirt Carly's right now? Yeah, wearing a Taylor Swift sweatshirt, but... I mean, yeah. I did go to Columbus for a concert, so... I can't I afford the merch. Fan. Okay, the merch is like eighty bucks a sweatshirt, <laughs> but I can't. I, I pay forward in my listening. If you look at my True. Spotify, it's just all Taylor Swift. Is it actually worth listening to the album? Oh my god, it's incredible! It is incredible. But so she, what's the difference? Okay, so first off, it's it sounds different, but then on top of it, there are songs from the vault. So she has songs that she wrote back when she was, I think she was like fifteen years old, or no, she was like eighteen years old when she wrote this, and. There were songs from the vault, and she didn't put them on the album for whatever reason, but still, like, loved them to this day. So she recorded them and put them on the new album. Um, and I got to give a shout-out. I've been listening to, because I've been trying to listen to more podcasts, and, of course, I started with uh, every single Taylor Swift album by Ringer Dish, and <laughs> it was really good. It was really fun to, like, hear other Swifties kind of fan out. So Yeah, we did talk about that. Was that the one where they ranked the albums? Oh, yeah, they ra- they do. So they gave different albums, and we do have a bit of uh, a tiff with how they rated Reputation. Yeah, I think we're, like, Honestly, I've never met anybody else who has really enjoyed Reputation. I enjoy it so I much. Love Reputation. I, I love it. But I would also give all of her albums an A, so it's A plus. <laughs> a they plus, rate really. Reputation. It was like a B, which oh. or might have been B plus, but it's just not anything below an A. It's just not enough for me. So people judge it based off of the singles, and I do. Yes. I can say her singles kind of not sucks. the best. She See, the worst always, songs on yeah. the album. Always chooses the worst singles. I feel like yeah. she does it on purpose because she's so smart. She's probably like, I'm gonna give them the worst, and then <laughs> they, if they're real fans, they get the best. Set the bar low. <laughs> so yeah, that pretty much that took up my whole week. Well, I think that's a good week. It was a great week. Yeah. It was one of the I best s- weeks I've had in months. I still have to listen to it, and I I do plan on listening to it. It's just. Busy, but you know, maybe I'll cut out some Taskmaster. 
Yeah, Ugh. so that catches everybody up catches with everyone, every, up. everyone yep. else. They're weak. Nothing else exciting? No? I, uh, other than in two weeks we go to Montana, but oh, yeah. we can Except probably... Except yeah, for we'll, Chrissy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Chrissy can't go to that again. Wedding. I did find a grizzly bear sanctuary we can go to in Montana. Ooh. That's where we're going. Ooh. I looked it up for like an hour today. That's kind of cool. Harley doesn't look thrilled. I'm surprised Caitlin isn't like freaking out. Well, we're not going to actually I googled go like a, the top them, 10 right? things to do in Bozeman, and it was like, go to their Nashville Museum or go on a hike. And then it was like, Grizzly Bear Sanctuary. I'm well, like, oh, you okay. actually like go and pet them, right? No. Oh. What? <laughs> I, just, I was honestly assuming we would go and pet them. Oh, it's grizzly like bears. grizzly bears. They rescue from the wild, and they can't live by themselves, so and, they take them back. And what do you do? Just They raise them. them. I don't know. You go see them. If I'm going to go see a grizzly bear, I want to pet it. I didn't really read much into it. It was that and the Bozeman Hot Springs. The hot springs look pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a day spa. That sounds yeah. more up yeah. my alley. It's more like yeah. the, girls, the girls' alley there, spa. Yeah, exactly. but that should be exciting. We, we still have a little bit more planning to do. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk more Bozeman yeah. next time. Yeah, definitely we'll talk more about it. Should we get into the topics for the week? It's Corey's, uh, Corey's Reveal. Corner. Oh, Corey's yeah. cor- Corey's it's Reveal my Reveal Corner. corner. Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of briefed on it last week, um, end of the podcast, but this week's going to be... Is this for next week or this week? This, this week. week. Yeah, it's it's your first solo trip. So nope. we uh, we all submitted stories about the first time we traveled solo. Didn't we get some ones that are not ours? Yeah, yeah we I did. Won't, I won't re- yeah, we're not going to reveal whose is whose until uh, after we read them. But, yeah, we actually have some, some of your guys' stories to read, so that's pretty exciting. Exciting. And real quick before we get into the stories, let's remind people how to submit one. So what you do is you go to our website, <laughs> www.firstexperienceproject.com, and you click on the buttons that says Add Story. So it's it's pretty complicated. Yeah, it's but a, a real process. Yeah. Even But we tested it with our mother, and if she can do it, <laughs> anybody, anybody can yeah. do it. It's airproof. Yes. Um, yeah, so do we want to go in the same order, or do we want to switch it up? It worked last time. All right. I'll, I'll go. All right. All right. The title of my story today is If You Give a Girl a Cookie. I love those books. I know. Yeah, that's. we'll have to talk more about that afterwards. But <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> a smelly old Greyhound bus is an atypical setting for a heartwarm story. If anything, I suspect antidotes starting on a Greyhound usually end in tears and frustration at the decrepit transportation system. This story does end in tears for me, but the good kind of tears. The kind that make you remember there are people who are kind and are trying their best to leave the world a little bit better off. I was running late, a problem I thought little of as my bus station was notorious for delayed departures. Don't know if it was a good or a bad sign that my designated bus was actually on time. Yes, I wouldn't have to wait around for it to leave, but that meant I had to sprint to the terminal with a heavy backpack jostling up and down my back. I made it. Barely. My eyes grazed over the rows of seats, looking for a free one. It seemed the bus was nearly full, with what appeared to be a free aisle towards the middle. Weird, but also concerning. Surely not everyone was traveling in groups of two. What exactly was wrong with these two seats? My imagination automatically assumed some sort of substance was probably covering the seats, and I was already wondering if I could make a quick pit stop in the bathroom before taking my place for the next six hours. However, there was no unidentifiable ooze coating the two empty spots. In fact, there was only one empty spot. 
In the seat next to the window sat a small girl, fiercely holding onto her backpack. She couldn't have been more than five or six years old. With wide eyes, she looked at me. Trying to compose my shock, I asked her if the seat was taken. She shook her head no. So I sat beside the girl, determined to take the fear out of her eyes by the end of the trip. Easier said than done, of course. I had never been great with kids. And I rather not have the police called on me for scaring a six-year-old. <laughs> so I proceeded with caution. I introduced myself and asked for her name. She continued to just stare at me, which, fair <laughs> enough. She probably was taught about stranger danger. Smart kid. In the back of my mind, I tried to think back on what I enjoyed as a kid. Snacks. I love snacks. A trait that I still had as I made sure to pack a plethora of grazing foods for the trip. Pulling out my backpack, I searched for one snack that no kid or me could resist. Oreos. I didn't say anything to her. I simply pulled out the pack of them and put them in my mouth. In the corner of my eye, I saw her focused on said pack of Oreos. I even think she may have licked her lips. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> she was probably really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Chrissy's so weird. Chrissy's hear, like, so judgmental. Judgment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After a few more Oreos were eaten by me, it became clear that no matter how much she wanted them, she was unwilling to ask her one. So I offered one to her. She took it and I ate it slowly. After she finished, sorry, she took it and ate it slowly. After she finished it. I offered her another and asked her what her favorite cookie was. Still still no response, or so I thought. She finished her cookie and looked back up to me with a smile on her face. She gingerly replied, chocolate chip. Sifting through my backpack yet again, I pulled out a small bag of said cookie and asked her if she wanted to split them. I want to be seatmates yeah, with this seriously. person. <laughs> with a wide grin, she shook her head in confirmation. We became the best of friends after that. We played I Spy in the picnic game. She pulled out a coloring book so we could color each other a picture to keep. She told me about her favorite Disney movie, Beauty and the Beast, and I told her about mine, Mulan. I found out about her favorite color, all of them presumably, as it changed from hour to hour, and her favorite candies and flowers. Six hours went by fast, so much faster than if I had done what I had originally planned, which was to plug in my phone and listen to music. As we neared the last stop on the trip, I asked her who she was meeting by the bus station. She, sh she said she was meeting her grandparents and moving in with them. She seemed happy, but also a little melancholy. Sticking by her side until the very end, we made our way off the bus. Immediately, I spotted the girl's grandparent. They had smiles that rivaled their granddaughters and held up a sign welcoming her home. Hand in hand, we made our way to them, and the girl introduced me to them as her friend. They laughed and gave me a warm hug. The grandmother whispered in my ear, thank you, which didn't feel right as I felt I needed to thank the girl. They said they were going to dinner and invited me to come. Taking a leap of faith, I decided to join them. That and I couldn't deny the pleas of my new friend. At dinner, when my new friend and her grandmother had gone to the bathroom, grandfather told me about the girl's situation. Her mother had been suffering from addiction for a long time and had relapsed again. The girl had been placed in a bunch of foster homes while the grandparents fought for custody. Slightly taken aback, I became subdued. The little girl's smile would never show all of the trials she had gone through in her short life. Eventually, our dinner came to a close and we parted ways. 
it wasn't until I was in my bed that the emotions came over me. I cried. Not because the girl had suffered, but because she now didn't have to suffer anymore. She had people that loved her immensely, and more importantly, the girl had immense love in her heart. Wow. So touching. I was, <laughs> yeah. ask, I was asking the whole story. Where were the parents? Yeah, I, was, I was wondering if they <laughs> like, were dead. What is going on? I, I was really nervous that they were dead the whole time. Yeah. So I think we should say that this was not one of our stories. This was yeah. one of your guys' stories. Woo. So thank you to whoever submitted this. Uh, Rightly written. I mean. Yeah, fantastic. It was very well written. And not only that, but you could tell that this experience truly touched the person who had gone through it. And, and the person who did it is a really good person. Right. Yeah. I mean, I and I'll just speak for my own like experience, I don't know if uh, seeing a little kid alone on a bus, if the first, my first thought would be to go sit with them. Absolutely not. No. I mean, I think, actually, I think my first thought would be, oh, hopefully her parents are in the bathroom or something, but I, you know, I don't think that would be my first thing. So bravo to the person who actually went through and did this and made yeah. sure that little girl was safe. Um, you know, I listened to one too many crime mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> podcasts and watched one too many documentaries to not worry about what possibly could have happened from this outcome yeah. so i mean i think the bus drivers like i think they're told if like a, a minor is like traveling yeah minor. i was wondering it's that. similar to like airports you know what i mean like, yeah so, so they're like made aware of that but yeah I, I mean i'd literally go running the opposite direction i might have like <laughs> gone off the bus and be like hey I'll just get the next one. I, I, <laughs> well, and like, I'd almost be nervous to even give them food. Like, obviously, mm. like, great on this person for recognizing that. But, like, I don't know. I'd be afraid I'd give them something and they'd be allergic to it. Or I don't know. That's I true. almost feel like, and I don't know, maybe this, because, like, we also, like, I also listen to, like, true crime podcasts. Like, anytime someone sees an adult with a child that, like, maybe, like, you could tell, like, they're not related. I don't know if it was an adult, though. It could, uh, have been, it could have been like a, teen a teenager, teenager like a yeah. college yeah. student. Yeah, or, yeah, we don't know yeah. the age. Or maybe they could have been a grandparent. I mean, we don't even know if yeah, it was a girl or a guy. We yeah. have no idea. Yeah. 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 Okay. But I was just going to say, like, when you, I feel like it would draw attention from other people and be like red flags. I don't think anyone wants to. We also don't know when it, this experience happened. So oh, it could have sure. happened years and years it ago. And that, have, yeah. and that was like, you know, a totally different world. It might have been that the norm. In the 70s, they opened up the doors to many serial killers so <laughs> that's why we're a little bit more reluctant i won't even answer the doorbell i get Literally, freaked out <laughs> same no same here but then also i mean the amount of snacks alone this person had too like, <laughs> that was impressive a i'm impressed b i'm like how because i can't even like bring myself to remember to bring like a pack of gum on a trip <laughs> never mind this whole bag of goodies so i mean good on this person like I mentioned before, I think it's awesome that there's, it, it gives you hope. And that's kind of like the point of this podcast too, is it's like, there are good people out there and it's, it's like the more right. you hear about other people's stories, the more you realize that. So I just, you know, when I read this, it was too good to pass up. Well, it's funny because in the story, she says that she, uh, the grandparents, I'm assuming the grandparents and the kid are what give her hope. But like yeah. when we're reading it as people outside of the story it's the writer who gives exactly. us hope so that's yep. really encouraging i think there's multi different layers and we can learn from all of them i think yeah it agreed. shows how like one small gesture can really make a difference in someone's day because you don't know what someone else is going through yeah exactly i mean the, the kid clearly comes from a troubled background because her favorite disney movie was beating the beast i so. Corey, i'm not even kidding you i was gonna comment it but i wasn't gonna be that bold well, we're all thinking it um oh what, what's what? your yeah. uh tiff with well, the, the little freaking... mermaid is 
clearly mm. the best Disney movie. It's not even top five. But. <laughs> I don't think, no, Little, Little Mermaid's not my favorite. I hate because she gives up her voice to be with a man, and that really bothers me. Oh it has, like, it has one of the best songs. Part of, part you of guys, your world. Like you're That's taking a great it song. too much at face value. The, it's a good story, <laughs> and your and the songs are bar none. Prince Eric is one of the most attractive. And princes. we'll see because they're coming out with a live action one, and Ooh. maybe oh God, who knows? Stop. Maybe they'll maybe they'll edit the story a bit so she's not quite. I I don't. She didn't. It's not like she was giving up her voice for a man. Which she quite literally <laughs> she gave did, up her voice. I, but it's not the way that you're saying it. Like it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. I. It's not like she was it's giving it up permanently. She was giving it up to try and uh, to try and find the love of her life. Wasn't it permanent? Like, unless no. she made him fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was no, if, unless she it, made, if she didn't make him fall in love, her soul was gone. It was signed over to Ursula. So how is that any better? <laughs> I mean, I understand what Caitlin's saying. It was just a fun movie at the time. I mean, now if we look at it in depth, yeah, there's probably problems. But, you know, it's still a fun story. It's a still, fun movie. Still not the best. I find Beauty and the Beast way better than So what's Little your guys' favorite Disney movie? Mulan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shots fired. Um, well, old classics or are old, we doing all Old classics. I, I mean the anime Mulan. I still have not, have not seen that. Anime? <laughs> And the did. Oh, the, I'm sorry. I haven't seen the, the live Mulan? action Mulan. Terrible. Is it? Why is it bad? They, none of the music's in there. Ah, uh, you need the music. Yeah. Let's mm. get down to business. To, to defeat. Does it have the Mushu? Huns. No. What's yours? I mean, I was, I was thinking Hercules. Oh, Corey loves Hercules. Oh, I love Hercules. Hercules is a great movie. I mean, that has a big Michael possibly Bolton the best Michael Bolton song. singing the songs? Come on, you can't you beat that. Michael Bolton. No, Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. <laughs> Don't disrespect his name. That, yeah, Hercules is great. I love that. I one. like Hercules too, but it's no Little Mermaid. I don't know. Okay, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I I know Carly's favorite. I I don't even know it. So please tell me. Tangled. Oh, yes, I like Tangled uh, yes. Too. The new new ones, Tangled. But like, I love that one, and I will watch it at least once a year. Which I know for some people that's not much, but like for somebody who like will only watch a movie once every like decade, and I've only been alive for two decades, uh, that's a lot for me. So <laughs> I love Tangled. But yeah. if I was doing old school, ones that I could watch the most are probably Hercules and Mulan. Yep. See? I yep. like I like Little Mermaid. It's better than Sleeping Beauty and Snow White and Cinderella. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those, like, those are boring. They're almost a little too old. Yeah. But I also really like Beauty and the Beast. If I had to relate like to a character. I like Beauty and the Beast, too. If I had to relate to a character, it's Belle. I thought you were going to say the Beast version. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I do up. resemble it. It's a toss-up <laughs> between Belle and the Beast. Um, yeah. Back to the solo trip. Oh, and that's the other thing Like, I would like to just connect this with is had she been with a partner or a friend or anything, maybe she wouldn't have gone up to the girl and had this experience. So, like, it just goes to show that, you know, having a solo trip experience can change your life, and it, yeah. it shouldn't be something that you shy away from. So, yeah. yeah, overall, great story. Thank you so much to the to the reader and hopefully listener who submitted it. <laughs> Writer, I think. Oh, yeah, sorry. Writer. <laughs> Writer and hopefully listener. <laughs> All right, who's up next? It's me, and I'm just pulling up the story now. Okay, so my story this week is The Girl on the Train. Isn't that a Oh, yeah, book? it is a book. It is. So and I a movie. Think, I really liked that book. It was a really good book. Was it? It got turned into a movie, too? Yeah. yeah. The crazy oh. girl who oh, fakes her death? Oh, Emily Blunt was in it, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it weird that I only know... Emily Blunt is Maul from Inception. Like I don't know no, her. She's not though, Carly. She's not. That she does not play Maul from in what? Inception. No. That's not her. Are you serious? No, that's that uh, French girl. What's Carly's her name? Carly's not even close. Uh, no, Ma Marion Cotillard. Yes, Marion Cotillard. What? I think it's they her name. look identical. They look nothing alike. Not really. Kind of. One, one's British. One's French. 
just shook my world because I literally thought that was John. Devil Con- wears Congre- Prada. Yeah, is Emily Blunt. She's I also thought that in the was the same girl. Mary Poppins. What's oh. the the silent film? The oh silent yeah, place. that was so good. Wow, a quiet place. Okay, well, thanks. Great movie though. So I just brought up something not really relevant. Yes. So let's continue. <laughs> and on with the story. Not the same girl. Not Emily Blunt or Mar- Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. This Cotillard. is a different girl on a train. <laughs> My mother would kill me if she knew what I was doing. Never travel alone. Never meet up with strange men. Yet here I was, on a train by myself, going to meet a foreign man. I stared out the window as the warm Copenhagen buildings melted into the Danish countryside. With every mile, my mother's warnings grew softer. The pulsing of my heart drummed louder. It wasn't a stranger. He was my Ari's friend. Technically, it wasn't even the first time meeting him. We met the previous weekend. Introductions were made between rounds of liquor shots, while our first conversation was over the blare of the speakers. As the sun came up, I had a hangover and a date. Besides, the most treacherous part was over. I had already translated the Danish train system. I studied the spelling of his town. I found the right train at the right time. I mustered the 30 seconds of courage to go through with boarding the train. And now I sat, swaying to the rhythm of the rail cars, studying the sleepy commuters on the train, being carried into unfamiliar territory. How, senor? My heart stopped at the train. What the hell was I doing? I'm a young female, by herself, in a country she didn't know, whose language she didn't speak, meeting a man in his town by herself. My logic screamed at me in a desperate last attempt. But there he stood, navy trench coat turned up against the wind, with a look of nervous anticipation wrinkling his face. He was also taking a risk. I was a strange woman, from a strange land, who spoke a language he learned from TV. He was also alone. But if I took those few steps, we wouldn't be. That night, we shared stories over Italian dishes. We dove into cultural differences and dessert. We switched gears quite literally when he drove me through his hometown. He drove a stick shift. I managed to stall it. I didn't end up in a ditch or the back of a milk carton. Rather, we parted on a platform, similar to the one where my defiance began. The perfume of his flowers lingered for days. He did for weeks. Our shared time ended with the semester. He wasn't my great lost love. We weren't sea-separated soulmates. But even with miles and years distancing us, the imprint of him remains. He is a fond memory, witness of the time I wandered alone, when I was brave enough to step off the platform and into an adventure. Wait, before anybody says anything, when you did the announcement for, like, the city, Hellsorn or something like that? Hell, senor. I thought you said, hello, senor. <laughs> I thought you, hola, senor. I was like, I thought we were in Copenhagen. Just greeting him, hola, senor. Listen. Uh, well, okay, well, let's, yeah, let's, let's do a reveal. So, yeah. So it was my story again. <laughs> Whoa. Um, was about this was a steamy one. Jeez. Does Al know about this? I, when I had Al re- read it, he said he got jealous. <laughs> I mean, I get it. That's a steamy story. No more European um, trips for you. And let me just say, the crime junkie in me was agreeing with mom. Saying, <laughs> yeah, you, you, no. you mentioned uh, being in a milk carton or something. That's probably all your mom thought about yeah. was milk carton. Well, luckily, <laughs> I didn't tell mom until we were back in the States. Or at least in the Ireland trip we went on together. But either way, so like that's actually... Actually, why when I wrote the story, I put in the end there he he wasn't my soulmate or, or anything because I, I like you know I love Al more than anything. But what 
what this memory this is years ago though, so it's fine. It is. It's literally five years before I met Al. Yeah, honestly. So, and the reason the reason I chose the story is I really wanted to go into what my mindset was on that train, because it was one of those few times in life where I did something that was. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly what our mother told us not to not do. to do a million times. Yep. A, a, mil- a million, like right before we went abroad. She and the trench coat kind of said me too. I, I'm sorry. If I saw a guy standing in a trench coat, I would immediately <laughs> feel like this is a no. Not all of us are as anxiety prone though as you. Oh, yeah. I like and it was it was anxiety. one of like those stylish like European trench coats. It's not like yeah, the creepy like. I'm picturing. I am picturing wearing a fedora like, with her yeah. head tilted down <laughs> in the rain. That's exactly what I'm picturing right now. Like 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 Inspector Gadget like what apparel. What? what I'm picturing right so now. You find Inspector Gadget to be intimidating. Like a darker. Version of I think I think I might have the wrong coat then because it was that it was the type of coat a that like coat, a peacoat. Pea yeah, oh. it's a peacoat. Yeah. Yes. Well, that changes the yes. whole game. Now trench coat. So yeah. you have to read the entire story and change that word so now we can get a better visual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a navy peacoat, people. I know exactly what you're talking about though. A lot of people were. It's so everyone wore that yeah. over there. Well, that makes it sound a little bit less creepy. Yeah. And I apologize for my pronunciation of the town. Yeah. I didn't any, take Danish while I was there. Any of our Danish listeners, uh, please feel free. You know Let us know how to actually pronounce that. I <laughs> hope one day we have Danish listeners who <laughs> yell at me for that. <laughs> So I will say, like, I, I'm on this Facebook group called Girls Love Travel, and they always post stuff like this where they're having these, like, crazy adventures with, I don't want to say, like, strange men, but, like, <laughs> you know, men that they don't know until they go over to the town. And not that that's just not the kind of person who I am. I just, I, A, I'm so socially awkward that I feel like I'd be way too nervous to ever, like, approach anyone or actually talk to somebody who I didn't know for, like, years. Like, Corey and I, my husband, have been together for 11 years. So that, like, just goes to show you. I'm Wait. just... You, I don't know what girls, girls who travel, girls love travel oh, is love the travel. name. Yes, girls love travel. It's the name of the Facebook group. So getting, so getting back to like what girls love travel, what they, what they kind of do there is they share a lot of their experiences, their stories, and like kind of like what Chrissy's story just was, where you know they have these. Like I actually remember one post from a woman who, <laughs> she like it was like a I don't want to say like a pride thing which she was like these are all of my lovers from all the different towns <gasps> that's and awesome it was amazing <laughs> and again not the kind of person i am but great like power to her like i almost wish i was like that bold she really took the song international love yes. to heart. no but it was amazing like she and i don't even know if all of them were lovers but it was like shared experience right so that i mean that just totally reminds me of that page just right i, just, I need to join this because yeah, i think i would really enjoy that it's I've actually very been, entertaining i've actually am a part of it too yeah. and i what think it's hell? really you guys didn't tell me about it yeah so sorry. <laughs> sorry i thought everyone knew about it um, but no it is a really cool group where people like we'll talk what it's like to travel as a woman and like I think it is different to be in this mindset and to show the nerves that has to go with going somewhere exactly. new by yourself. I think it's completely different situation from a man, but we'll get that well, I actually don't know if Corey Corey, are you doing a story about yourself or no? Yeah, I am. Okay. So yeah. we'll get a good perspective. Get perspective. Yeah. yeah. But um, it really is an inspirational group that really encourages you to go out, expand your horizons and just give life a chance and traveling a chance like don't be afraid of it very inclusive like hypes you up like chrissy's story would be totally no no, no people big deal. would love that yeah and to bring, you give a little bit more detail <laughs> to, for yeah. you guys's nerves um i you know my whole house i, I lived in a house with a, a, a whole group of other students when i was in copenhagen they 
all knew about it. They knew what the schedule was. Once again, he was friends with my Ari, and that's how we met. So he like came with Ari is what room? Um, room advisor. Yeah. Was it like? I thought you had a thing with Ari. Am I wrong? I flirted with him a bit. He had a girlfriend, and you still. Oh oh. my scandal! Yeah, you guys are making me sound really good. Um, (laughs) No, no no judgment, but hey, all right. Oh man, I had I had I had a crush on my Ari. He never. Reciprocated, but I, no, <laughs> that's a totally no, that's, thing. no, that's a lie because I saw them interact. I went, I was also in Copenhagen, but I didn't live in the same place as her, so I like would visit her obviously because I wasn't me and her are very close. Right. And I saw them interact a couple times, and I was like, oh, something's going on. Well, so <laughs> this was a case where he acted like it wasn't reciprocated, but it really was. It c- it could have well, been, but nothing like physically ever happened. I think us. there is like. With European men, oh, I could make true. it like a totally. This might be a, a stereotypical. People are gonna come at us. Yeah, they might come at me, but I think they tend to be a little bit more flirtatious. Yeah. Than American men, but who am I to say? <laughs> <laughs> who am I to say and or judge? Well, so what else? Any other experience? Any other like thoughts or comments on this experience, Chrissy? I think it really is just one of those times where. It's, it was a good story to tell. Like, obviously, I'm very glad I did not get killed yeah. or murdered. But so am I. <laughs> but looking back on it, I, I really am proud of myself because I overcame a lot of anxiety and doubt and let myself take a chance. And it's a fun story to tell. Like, yeah. Yeah, it takes balls to do that. Yeah. So did you ever talk? You never talked to him after you got home? You know, we message every once in a while. Like, we do keep in touch over, not now, over Snapchat, but when we when I first got back to the States, we did keep in touch over Snapchat. Um, I haven't talked to him in, like, in years. Yeah. So are you still, like, Facebook friends with him? Yeah, we could creep on him. <laughs> yeah, let's see his picture. Let's post it on our... No, okay. <laughs> It'll be on the Instagram. <laughs> it's been a really long... T- oh, and I wasn't making it up. I'm pretty sure he did learn English from How I Met Your Mother because he would talk about that show all the time. Interesting. Really? He was obsessed see, with I think uh, that Barney. tells you a lot about... Uh, oh, he's obsessed with Barney? Okay, yeah. So I know that's okay. a red flag. Oh. I know that's a red flag. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a reason it, things didn't last when I got back Yeah, to let's States. see this guy. If a girl likes Barney, I feel like that's fine because they find him entertaining. If a guy likes him, I feel like, like they, they're, they're it's a role him. model. Yeah. He actually had a quote from Barney. Like uh, You know how girls <laughs> would put like inspirational quotes on their wall? Like the, yeah. the Live, laugh, love. <laughs> what, what's his quote? The legend. Wait for, wait for it, yeah, Gary. that's that's what he had. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're not. Saying, you're saying Bernie, it's Barney. No, I said Barney. I didn't say Bernie. You guys are saying Bernie. I'm saying Barney. I think we all said Barney. Alright, oh, this Stevenson. is really weird. I'm trying sure? to search on Facebook, but it won't let me. Maybe he blocked you. Probably did. Well, look at your, you he probably your saw, messages. Probably he probably did. saw the girl on the train on firstexperienceproject.com, oh, yes, he like, and he's like, girl. "This is about me. I'm not having it anymore." <laughs> on to the next. Yeah. All oh, right. well, that sounds like a cool experience. That was a good story, though. I mean, yeah. I, I do remember you telling me that. I was like, Chrissy, thank God you didn't tell me this before because I would have followed you. It would have been a no <laughs> oh, for yes, me. That, that's why you guys didn't hear about it until later in life. Yeah. All right. It's my turn. It's your turn. Buckle up. All righty. Um, mine is titled, Not in Love with a Goat. An interesting title. It definitely poses some questions, I feel like. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll start. Love is blind. You could fall in love with a goat. A loosely translated Russian proverb that essentially means that you could fall for a dud. A universal concern, it would seem. You may be asking yourself how it came across a relatable but odd Russian proverb. Well, on the internet, you can delve 
deep into any niche subject with or without a specific reason for doing so, as I've done many times. For this story, there was a purpose for my search of all things Russian. I was going to Russia. Surprising, I know. For my study abroad program, we had the opportunity to go to a different country for a week from our program's headquarters. Spain, Italy, France, you name it, there was an option available. I'm sure with the places just named, you may be questioning why I would choose Russia. Well, it was simple, really, and came down to one defining quality of the Russian population. They didn't smile while passing people on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know what you're thinking. This girl is a psychopath. (laughs) Who would pick a country to visit based on how much, or little in this case, they smile? Well, in a pre-COVID world and a girl with a resting bitch face that could rival anyone's, I was sick and tired of doing that weird closed mouth smile while bypassing strangers on the sidewalk or doing that awkward low wave. I never understood it. Still don't. But one good thing to come from the mask is that I don't have to worry about that anymore. (laughs) Mm. So yes, I wanted to go to a country where I could get a reprieve from this social necessity. And before you go on thinking, this girl's being dramatic, no one's RBF is that bad. Let me get sidetracked for a moment and tell you about my photo experience (laughs) while applying for my Russia visa. I went to my local UPS to get the photo done, and they specifically said not to smile for this visa. So that's what I did. (laughs) I stood in front of a white wall and had my neutral face on. The worker takes a photo and glances at my picture. There's a long pause. (laughs) I've gotten a couple of passport photos done at this point in my life, and this had never happened before. Granted, I had smiled for all my previous takes. I asked her if there was something wrong, and I will never forget her awkwardly looking up and saying, Maybe you should smile a little. You look <laughs> like you're going to murder someone. Wow. Did, she, did they actually say that? Yes. Well, <laughs> well, how I would I know? <laughs> Wish I could say I was surprised, but I wasn't. I eventually got my passport with my new visa photo in it, and yet, and let me tell you, if this was the photo that was deemed suitable compared to the other, I shudder to think how this first picture turned yeah. out. Now, I would like to take a pause and... I'm going to show my visa photo to everybody here, and hopefully uh, our Instagram person, Caitlin, will post a photo, which I'm... Do you want her to? I'll put it on I'm, Instagram. I'm tempted not to, but I think people need to see this so they that deserve, they don't... They deserve have, to know. So they don't think I'm actually lying and fabricating this. Mm. Um, so I'm going to show you my visa, if I can find it. Dear Lord, it's worse than I remember. <laughs> And this is like I was smiling for this, Carly. S- slightly, <laughs> I really and I I it. can't remember. Like I just I okay, do. You do. You literally look like you're gonna murder somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I've never watched Snapped before, but yeah. that's the show where like women murder their husbands. Yes. I'm assuming. I'm pretty sure that's what they all looked like right before they snapped. Uh, no, you look worse than they. Like, they probably looked nicer than you do in that picture. I think that's like. You, like, you just be like, yes, I did just kill 12 people. <laughs> Come at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so not my best, you know, picture, but they said not to smile, so I was just trying to follow them. <laughs> and let me tell you, I did a pretty goddamn good job of not smiling. Yeah. Okay, so let me get back to the story. I digress, though. Let's go back to Russia. In fact, let's go to Moscow in late November. If I were to paint a picture, I would use a palette of grays, blues, and blacks. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the sun was never present. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cold and overcast, my favorite weather. 
It was almost perfect enough to put a smile on my face. Almost. If the strangers I passed found the environment as delightful as I did, it didn't show on their face. I used the subway for most of the trip and picked it up quickly. By the third day, I had it down. While waiting for one, a lady came up to me and start speaking, started speaking in Russian. I don't know if this is an American thing, but when you get confused for a local, it is a badge of honor. <laughs> I told her only English in my best like Russian accent, which is very Ugh. poor to say the least. <laughs> Skeptical. Of course she spoke spoke it English and I was able to give her directions to her destination. Proud of myself, I grew more bold. I had done the tourist red square, so I decided to wander. There's something about being in a new country with no destination. You come upon things that you never knew you needed. I did end up smiling and laughing with the locals at a bar, walking over a bridge and getting a picture of the skyline, and shopping, of course. Moscow may not be the city that gets romanticized, but in in one week, I fell in love. And to me, at least, I hadn't fallen in love with a goat. Oh, that was good. That was a good ending. Wow. Now, the big question is, did you have a Moscow mule while you were there? I did have vodka. Definitely. Oh. I had a lot, actually a lot of vodka. Vodka there is considered like water. <laughs> yeah. It runs in their tap system yeah. pretty much. Oh my God. They're, like, um, you know how in Italy getting wine, wine is, was like yeah. th- cheaper, cheaper than, than water. getting water? Yeah. That's essentially what it's like in Russia. Yeah. Blows my mind. Did you, buy, did you buy a big furry like puffy coat and one of those hats? I got a, I got a hat yeah. and I did, um, what do you call it? Not Bargain. 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 <laughs> I bargained with them and I got it down Good. a lot. Your dad would be proud. Yes, he would be very proud. It was it was so much fun. I mean, so for that trip, we we went with like a group of classmates, but <laughs> I had no friends <laughs> in that. <laughs> what is it? Guys? I had none. Like I mean, or I don't want to say like they weren't my type of people. Yeah, they just weren't your people. I'm I'm very much a more relaxed type of person, and they were very. Scheduled uh, uptight. Yes, yes, and I was just like I'm. You know, I don't really need to adhered to a strict schedule so I was just like I'm just gonna go and do my own thing and funnily enough I don't think mom got nearly as mad at me for doing that as she did with you and your train thing yeah did you fall in love with a Russian there or no <laughs> no but oh, okay then I think no you're good Russian I fell in love with others. Russia there you go. <laughs> no I mean I had a great time just going by myself I had I mean associating myself with Russians was way better than associating with those classmates <laughs> I like it what you said though about like how the way you described the awkward smile that all Americans do to acknowledge it's, each it's other. It's legit yeah. though. I mean everybody does that. But one thing I love and since you were in Copenhagen too, you probably noticed is like at the grocery store, one one they did not do the awkward smile, but also you didn't have to say like excuse me. Oh, or, I loved it. But, which might sound what rude, but no. What's wrong you, with some manners? What's wrong with no, that? No, I know, but I sometimes it's like when I'm at Wegmans now, if, if I'm even like a foot next to someone who's looking towards the same direction I am, I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> and you like crouch down in like as small a space as possible. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry to totally disrupt your shopping experience. Like a screaming. I put, I put my headphones on when I go shopping and I'm just like, I straight line. Oh, I don't yeah. talk to anybody. Imagine, imagine being over. in that same section and someone just reaches around you and it's totally normal. You don't yeah. have to say excuse me. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, Yeah. But I do remember all the... Danish people said that I would I was the most Danish because I was the most sarcastic <laughs> yeah. and not really? as like not as enthusiastic or energetic as everybody else. Oh, I feel like oh. they would know me a mile away. Oh, Caitlin, yeah. you, you are hundred American. I American. am a tourist. <laughs> I think I I'm nothing ba- wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that. It's just I don't know. It's different. Yeah. It is a badge of honor though because the one time I was at 
uh, it was one of the shops where you get kind of like a, a mini Target Netto? that they had. Not no. Netto, but it was like, it was a little store. We got yeah. like paper products and stuff. I do remember that. And they spoke to me in Danish throughout the whole like mm-hmm. cashing out process. And <laughs> I said, I just said, talk and then I'm like, yes. <laughs> she did it. I did it. I had a conversation in Danish. And they, well, at least I don't think they caught on that. I was just nodding when they said things to me. No, um, but my, honestly, my biggest accomplishment from that trip uh, was... They had this restaurant, not restaurant, that's a very big word for this place, a bagel place, a bagel shop. Oh, yeah. And it's called Bagel Me. And I went there like every single day, and it was divine, as Aunt Tina would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of the trip, they had my order memorized. and That's major. Yeah. What was your order? It was an, uh, a multigrain bagel with... Mm. Love a multigrain. <sighs> yeah. Continue. Uh, pesto... Cream Ooh, cheese, yes. pesto sauce, oh. grilled chicken, <laughs> corn, and onions. Wow, that's okay. what? it. Lost so me at good. like the end there. Like it sounded yeah. really good. Until, like, <laughs> the corn and onion thing. Oh, I loved it. I literally could eat that. Like honestly, the saddest part about go- leaving po- Copenhagen might have been like I haven't had bagel me since then. Not not the whole like Coming living abroad or having friends. No, not like, even not even close. It was the food. <laughs> it was the food. <laughs> it's not even Danish food. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say Russian food. Uh, I think they might need to step up their game a little bit. It's you know the. I think I had one like Russian cuisine based dinner, and um, if you like herring, oh, oh my god, good for you, good for you. But not me, no, not not my taste. So, but other than you that, herring is Kate. No, it's a but fish. I was- <laughs> I look to your face. I'm like, excuse me, know what it is? Drunken ordered pheasant. It's fish. Oh my god, yeah. It's not even in the same category. We went out to a work Christmas party, and we went to this restaurant downtown. Afterwards, nice place with my sister and her friends. And I mean, Kate had like one too many. I don't even know what you're drinking. Vodka sodas, maybe. Probably. Yeah, when I say one too many, I mean like ten too many. (laughs) And she ordered pheasant. Like the most expensive Which is dish so on the menu. Like out of character, I'll never ever eat anything other than like chicken fingers. And come dinner time, <laughs> she was falling asleep at her plate. So we had a we had to bag everything up, and then I don't even think you ate it the next day. No, yeah. I would no, not in a millionaires. I I would try pheasant. Well, I know. I, I mean, I, I ate it. It was good. I tried it. It's really good. I try to have everything at least once, and a lot of things I will have once and never again. Right, but at least I had it once. Good story, Car. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that was an interesting that experience. Was, yeah, good time. We'll put up a... We'll Herring is fish, by the way, Kaylin. It is. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> no, we'll put that picture up on the Instagram. I think people will... Yeah, I, I think, think they'll like it. Yeah. I'm taking one for the team with this one. Cause <laughs> it's, not, it's not a great picture. <laughs> All right, last one up. All right. The close-up. I, I got to follow that up. I, I got to start going first. We can switch it up. I don't no, care. No, it's fine. All right, so names are changing the story just for certain purposes but here we go it's called in the clouds Ooh. i just made it up i wrote the story like 30 minutes ago <laughs> yeah he literally was like in the car on the way here with the freaking story up <laughs> <clears throat> it was hard to think of a solo trip i mean the, the only trips i've taken is, have been with right, you or trip. like my family so anyways all right here we go if you do what you love you'll never work a day in your life that's a common saying you might hear floating around the working world now i don't by any means love what i do but from time to time, my profession cl- certainly has its perks. It's a tough job, working outside a lot, regardless of the weather, sometimes dealing with unruly customers. It's all part of the territory. On the flip side, though, you also meet a lot of interesting people. 
people from all sorts of backgrounds. I work currently in the private aviation scene. Most of the people I deal with on the daily own their own aircrafts. There's lawyers, doctors, businessmen, and businesswomen, people training to get their own private pilot's license. Like I said, people from all backgrounds. Like any customer service predicated line of business, you have your so-called regulars, the people you typically see weekly and customers you have a professional work relationship with. One day, I'll never forget, one of our regulars comes in, walks out to his aircraft with me, and we get to chatting. The usual stuff, how's the family, how's work been this week, is it busy, et cetera, et cetera. Right before he boards up, he asks me if I'm interested in doing my favor. I'll make it worth a while, he says. I agree with no hesitation. It's part of the job, after all. I assume he's just going to ask me if I can run his bag inside real quick or park his car or maybe even ask the front desk to tell them that he'll be back tomorrow morning. He proceeds to ask me if I could help return his car back home that he just purchased. It was supposed to be delivered to his primary residence, but it was mistakenly delivered to his beach house. (laughs) Oh, the struggle, I know. The struggle. How the other half lives. Yeah. These are some of the problems you run into with working alongside private aviation personnel. Sure, Frank. That's no problem at all. How do, you expect me, how do you expect me to get down there and retrieve it for you, though? He lets out a laugh and points towards the cabin. I'll let you fly the damn thing. <laughs> I obviously know he's just joking around, but I got the point. He would fly me down in his aircraft, and I'd pick up his car for him. I'll be back on Monday, and I'll pick you up. I'll see you at 12. The week breezes by. Monday, Monday comes, and Frank comes back to work to pick me up. He seats me up front in the co-pilot's seat, showing me all the procedures to starting up, taxing to the runway, how to take off. It was pretty surreal. I used to have a fear of flying. When I first met my wife, I quickly had to squash that fear. Her family loves to travel, and I really didn't have a choice if I wanted to tag along. Mm, there's some stories we could say about that. There's yeah. stories that come for that. <laughs> our flight wasn't too long, just under an hour. We zipped through the air, chatting about random things in our personal lives. He occasionally showed me how to work certain controls, let me talk on the radio a few times. It was a blast. I felt like I came full circle once afraid to board a plane, to now being behind the proverbial wheel of one. We quickly came to a land, grabbed his car, and made our way to a second home. I'm not sure which was cooler, the plane ride or his illustrious beach house. <laughs> a gorgeous, <laughs> yeah, exactly, a gorgeous property from the second you step through the front door. I got the full tour, the background on all the stories his family has made in the home. It was pretty touching. After a couple hours of hanging out, he brought me out to the garage to show me what we, what we were there to rescue. I opened the door, I looked around the car and noticed a problem immediately. Frank, I don't mean to alarm you or anything, but you never told me this car was manual. A stick shift for those that don't understand. (laughs) I can't drive this. (laughs) He looked at me as if he was seeing a ghost or thinking about hitting me. (laughs) He sat there for a minute, and before he started to speak, I started to laugh. I'm just messing with you. (gasps) My first car was a stick shift. I can drive this. (laughs) After laughing for a few minutes, exchanging jokes, he handed me an envelope, thanked me over and over again, and started to make the journey back home. The long drive back got me thinking. This is my first solo trip I've ever taken without family or my wife. It was a different experience, but a fun one to say the least. I don't fear much in this world. I've never really feared flying, but I felt like I jumped over a big hurdle. Being in command, even though I never really touched any controls and they did nothing, but rather being a passenger makes you feel more at ease, more in control. If I never have another solo trip and experience my lifetime, I'm fine with it. I'll take the memories with me. That's a good one. I mean, the biggest question is why you haven't introduced me to any of your uh, clients. <laughs> He's like 90 years old, <laughs> This right? guy is older. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> At this point, we're taking applicants. No, believe me, this this guy, when I first was getting married to Kate, I've known him for like six years since I started working there. When I first told my, you know, I proposed to my wife or my girlfriend at the time and I was getting married, he said I was the stupidest person on earth. Wow. <laughs> he's been through a couple of bad divorces, oh so uh, I think God. he's going to stay that way. But no, he's a great guy. And it was, it was such a surreal experience. I mean, like I said before, I used to hate flying. I mean, I'll get to other stories later, but I mean, I, you know, my first trip with you guys was, a, was a one for the ages. We've got a good flight trip yes. to Mexico. Yeah, we'll save that. Yeah, 100%. we will. But you, no, go ahead, Gross. What type of car was it? That you drove back. It was like a convertible, like hardtop BMW, like from like Germany or something. Oh, yeah. so pretty nice. It was it was really nice. I yeah, mean, I recognize the words or not words letters BMW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know those words. Yeah. Um, if you specified any more than that, I would be like lost. Yeah. I don't. Uh, it was it was a gorgeous car and it was cool to drive. You know, I drove like it was like seven hour drive back home. I'm not gonna say where it was, but it was it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's nice. Though. Yeah, and I can't even like because in like influencers will literally pay to take pictures on a private plane. Right. That's, <laughs> they're not going anywhere. They just want the pictures. Like Sometimes they're, they're not even planes. Yes. Sometimes it's like the set, like yes. the no. setting for it. Yeah. Sure? It's a yeah. fake like backdrop. Yeah, yeah. they want to make it look like they're what going the on hell? these private planes, but they're really not. And like it just kills me because Corey has been on a private Practically, I mean, you didn't fly. I didn't but, fly <laughs> but you were in like the passenger seat of a private plane. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, there's like a million buttons back there and he ran me through every, like, you know, nook and cranny and how to, like, control what. And I'm like, I don't even know how you remember this stuff. So but he flew it? Oh, he's a, yeah, he's a pilot. Wow. Well, he's not a – so is that, that's not a surgeon. profession, but he, he took some classes because um, his job requires a lot of travel back and forth to mm-hmm. certain cities. So he, like, flies, like, all the time. Wow. But, uh, yeah, he bought the plane, and it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, you know, someday. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, this was a this was a hard one for me. This topic because I have literally never traveled alone. So yep, I, and Corey, I mean, like even your solo trip, it, it's not like it was like a week. You know, like Chrissy or Carly. No, it was a day was, trip. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, about a day. But yeah. would Corey you wasn't have, meeting strange men on yeah, trips. Uh, if Corey was meeting strange men on flights, we <laughs> might have, have a, we'd have a problem. Yeah, we might have another <laughs> problem here. Would you ever do a solo trip, or is that just like not? Hell here? no. Okay. I'm not. I don't know. It's See, I would a hundred percent do a, a solo trip again. I I would too. I will say, like when I when I told Kate about uh, this trip coming up. She's like, I swear to God, if you crash, I'm going to kill you. I mean, yeah. If I crash, I'll be dead already. Because that's like my biggest fear is Corey dying and me having to like live on. Yeah, like that's just, it's not something I want to deal with. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> good For us single people, yeah. we have to <laughs> deal with ourselves and, you know, persevere. Even though I'm tagging along on this Montana trip with my sister yeah. and brother-in-law. <laughs> She's tagging along. The yes. big an- the big anniversary trip plus I'm, Carly. I'm like <laughs> what is the I'm like the jester, you know, like they're the king and queen and I like just entertain you're, them. You're like um, <laughs> there for No, it'll you're, be fun. Like the third person, you know, like he's always the third person. It, oh. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> now I meant to say but like you know like Lily Marshall and Ted. Oh, oh you're, I'm like, Ted. Oh. Ted's the worst. No, no, I just, who do you, who do you want to be? Bernie or is Barney I, actually? I know, I it's Bernie. It's Bernie. I know it's the one Bernie. Saying Bernie. You said Bernie before. No, I would rather be Robin. Well, yeah. at least she's oh, independent yeah. though. Yeah. She's like, and she likes whiskey, so oh, we already ha- we have that in common. Yeah, great story. I think you know. Obviously, we'd like to hear some more. You know, other people's. Yeah, that, I mean, it was nice for me to get to read one, but we need a few more from you guys. Yes. <laughs> so I think with that, we're gonna defer you to the 
website, which is www.firstexperienceproject.com. That's my that's, phone. Oh, that's sorry. Okay, job. I'm sorry. Cut Carly. that out. Cut that out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. I, don't, I only have one job. It's okay, fine. Okay, we're going to defer you to the website. www.firstexperienceproject.com. And also, if you guys want to follow us, like our stuff on Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at firsteproject. Uh, let me think of what else we can defer you to. Well, so we recently, we, as in my father, <laughs> uh, just added a page on our uh, website that you can add uh, questions or comments or honestly anything. If you have anything you want to send to us, uh, you can go on the website, www.firstexperienceproject.com. There will be a tab at the very top that says podcast. Uh, there you can find our episodes, and then you can also find a place where you can ask comment or ask questions or comments, and they will be sent to us. And then maybe we can discuss something. Maybe you don't have a story, but maybe you have a question about a story that we've talked about, or yeah, just a comment about a story that would be awesome. We really want to hear from you guys, and yeah, I think that that's something anybody can do if you're hesitant to do a story but we also really want to hear your story so please 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 add that and you can submit it anonymously too if you don't feel like sharing your name right like give a girl a cookie we didn't yeah, we know, don't know no, who that nothing. was an anonymous submission nothing. uh so yeah and also i will just add here that you know on our webpage, uh there is a donation option so you can donate to us if you'd like to help us keep the lights on. <laughs> Again, Carly's still living with her parents. Uh, but um, wow. if uh, if there's something, we also have included uh, other char- charities and yes. where you can donate. So uh, for each topic, we have a specific charity, charity that yeah. we are focusing on. So for this week's topic, the uh, charity is... Operation Groundswell, which is the ideal choice for young travelers with a passion for social good. Explore gender and religion issues while backpacking through North India or learn the secrets of Sacred Valley of the Sacred Valley in Peru. Operation Groundswell currently offers programs in Africa, Asia, and Middle East, Central, and South America. Yeah, I think it's a great charity and, you know, whatever you can donate, please do. If not, if not, you know, Read our stories, add a story, you know, anything really helps. Do you want to reveal the topic for next week, Corey? Ooh, Corey's Real Corner. Is that what we're calling it? Yep. yep. We have okay. two corners, Corey. Corey's got two corners and they're both I think revealing next, topics. I think <laughs> next week we're going to do uh, the first time my prayers were answered, which can be interpreted okay. a few different ways, you know, whether it's an epiphany you've had or, I mean, you could literally be on your knees, you know, praying for a loved one that's injured or going through a hard time, um, you know, the, the fun the fun thing about this site is it can be interpreted different ways. So we're excited to hear everyone's stories and kind of see where you go with this topic. Um, you know, hopefully if you submit some, we'll read through them and share a couple next week. So um, I know we have our stories written already. So yeah, that should be really touching. That was the first story I read or wrote. Sorry, it was it was pretty easy for me. Yeah. But, um, well, hopefully we get some more stories and we can absolutely. Read those, but yeah. If not, mm-hmm. you get to hear us talk about our experiences again, which. What we'll a do, joy. Yeah. We know we'll you do love. anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully uh, you guys can access this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or our website. Our, our website, yes. Yeah. Our, our website. And please listen. Give us some likes. Write a review. 
you don't even have to like it. Just give us, you know, give, give us, us five stars. Pointers. <laughs> Some feedback. Well, Some yeah, feedback. I mean, yeah, right. Give us five stars if you like it. If not, let us know what you don't like, and we'll try and change it. We're pretty, we're pretty open here. Yes, we're not mean people. We'll take your criticism and in stride. In stride. Maybe not Chrissy though. She yeah. might. Cry. <laughs> I was just gonna <laughs> say, just maybe she'll cry. Be, be kind with your criticism for, towards Chrissy. Everybody else can yeah, rip you us can, apart. You can rip the rest yeah. of us apart. <laughs> I'm not a pushover. She, she's already crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys, right, that guys. was good. Good podcast. Let's let's head out. Thank All you right. for listening. This has been the first time I podcast. I am Caitlin, Chrissy, Carly, and Corey. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.